Section. Introduction. We're here to talk about large language models, LLMs, which are revolutionizing the way humans and machines interact. They're making our interactions more natural and sophisticated, improving user experiences in areas like coding, web searches, chatbots, customer service, and content creation. Not only that, but they're also opening up new possibilities for AI applications. LLMs like GPT-4 and Palm 2 have been scaled up to include more parameters, which has led to them developing abilities that smaller models, with less than around 10 billion parameters, don't have. One of these abilities is zero-shot reasoning, which allows them to answer complex questions, generate explanations, and solve multi-step problems. They can even pass the U.S. medical licensing exam. These abilities, especially in expert domains, were once thought to be beyond the reach of AI. Imitation learning has been a popular method for improving small language models. The idea is to have these smaller models mimic the outputs of larger, more capable models. While this can help the smaller models produce content that matches the style of their teachers, they often struggle to match their reasoning and comprehension skills. This approach can also limit the potential of smaller models, as it may prevent them from finding the best solution strategies for a given problem. In our work, we're exploring how we can teach smaller language models to reason. Our project, ORCA2, has two main goals. First, we want to teach smaller models how to use a variety of reasoning techniques, such as step-by-step processing, recall-then-generate, recall-reason-generate, extract-generate, and direct-answer methods. Second, we want to help these models decide when to use the most effective reasoning strategy for the task at hand, allowing them to perform at their best, regardless of their size. Like its predecessor, ORCA1, we use more capable LLMs to demonstrate various reasoning strategies across different tasks. However, in ORCA 2, the reasoning strategies are carefully tailored to the task at hand, taking into account whether a student model is capable of the same behavior. To do this, we present the more capable LLM with intricate prompts designed to elicit specific strategic behaviors. During the training phase, the smaller model is only exposed to the task and the resultant behavior, without seeing the original prompts that triggered such behavior. This technique, which we call prompt erasure, makes ORCA2 a cautious reasoner because it learns not only how to execute specific reasoning steps, but also how to strategize at a higher level how to approach a particular task. Previous studies on training small models often rely on a small number of tasks or use other models for auto-evaluation. However, this approach has several drawbacks. In our work, we provide a comprehensive evaluation comparing ORCA2 to several other models. We use a total of 15 benchmarks, covering around 100 tasks and over 36,000 unique prompts. These benchmarks cover a variety of aspects including language understanding, common sense reasoning, multi-step reasoning, math problem solving, reading comprehension, summarization, groundedness, truthfulness and toxic content generation and identification. Our initial results show that ORCA2 significantly outperforms models of a similar size, even matching or exceeding those 5 to 10 times larger, especially on tasks that require reasoning. This highlights the potential of giving smaller models better reasoning capabilities. However, like all models, ORCA2 is somewhat limited by its underlying pre-trained model. We believe the same techniques we've used for reasoning could also be used to align models for safety, with potential for even further improvement. Instruction tuning has emerged as a crucial step in training language models. It involves learning from input-output pairs where the input is a natural language task description, and the output is a demonstration of the desired behavior. 
Instruction tuning has been shown to improve the model's ability to follow instructions on both seen and unseen tasks, improve the overall quality of the generations and give models enhanced zero-shot and reasoning abilities. Several studies have used instruction tuning to train smaller, student, language models using outputs generated by larger foundational models. This behavior cloning has been shown to be very effective in mimicking the style of the teacher model. However, it may not result in proportional improvement to small model performance when thoroughly evaluated on knowledge-intensive or reasoning-intensive tasks where correctness is not just judged by style. We should note that instruction tuning, while very beneficial for teaching the model how to solve a task, does not necessarily teach the model new knowledge. Hence, instruction-tuned models will always be limited by the knowledge learned during pre-training. This is especially important to note when applying enhanced instruction tuning techniques to smaller models. As such, smaller language models with enhanced reasoning are perhaps best used as reasoning engines over knowledge provided to the model in its context window, or when specialized to narrower domains. Section Summary Large language models, LLMs, like GPT-4 and POM-2 have the remarkable ability to reason zero-shot, answering complex questions and solving multi-step problems. However, smaller models trained through imitation learning often fall short in reasoning and comprehension skills. In this work, ORCA-2 aims to teach smaller models how to reason using various techniques and select the most effective strategy for a given task, surpassing models of similar size and even larger ones on reasoning-intensive tasks. Section. Explanation tuning. We're going to talk about a concept called explanation tuning, which is a method we use to improve the way our AI models learn. One of the challenges we've noticed with traditional instruction tuning is that the AI model, or student, can sometimes produce answers that sound right but are actually incorrect. This can happen if the instructions we give the model are too brief or vague, which can limit the model's understanding of complex reasoning processes and affect its ability to generalize to other tasks. In our previous work, we introduced explanation tuning to tackle this issue. This method involves training our AI models using more detailed and expressive reasoning signals. We obtain these signals by crafting specific system instructions that prompt a teacher model to provide detailed explanations as it works through a task. These system instructions are high-level guidelines that the AI model follows when responding to user prompts. They're separated from the user prompts by a system role flag in a dialog interface. The process of explanation tuning starts with creating a set of general-purpose system instructions that encourage careful reasoning. Examples of these instructions might be think step-by-step, or generate detailed answers. The main goal of these instructions is to extract rich demonstrations of careful or slow thinking from advanced AI models like GPT-4. We then combine these system instructions with user prompts from a wide range of tasks to create a dataset of triplets, system instruction, user prompt, and AI model answer. The student model is then trained to predict the AI model's answer based on the system instruction and user prompt. If we can group user prompts into different clusters that represent similar types of questions, then explanation tuning can generate a large number of different answers that address different aspects of the task. This is because advanced AI models tend to vary their responses based on the system instruction, which allows us to increase the quantity and diversity of training signals. Several models, such as Orca 1, Stable Beluga, and Dolphin, have used explanation tuning to show significant improvements over traditional instruction-tuned models, especially in complex reasoning tasks. However, not every combination of system instruction and task is suitable, and the quality of the response can vary significantly based on the strategy described in the system instruction. Even powerful models like GPT-4 can be affected by this variation. 
For example, when given a story reordering task, GPT-4 produced four different answers when given four different system instructions. The first answer was incorrect. The second was better but still missing important details. The third was incorrect but the explanation was correct. And the fourth was the only correct answer. This shows that the system instructions can significantly influence GPT-4's responses and that carefully crafted instructions can greatly improve the quality and accuracy of its answers. Based on these observations, we believe that the strategy an AI model uses to reason about a task should depend on the task itself. Even if all the answers provided were correct, we still need to ask, which is the best answer for training a smaller model? We argue that smaller models should be taught to select the most effective solution strategy based on the problem at hand. The optimal strategy might vary depending on the task, and the best strategy for a smaller model may differ from that of a more powerful one. For example, while a model like GPT-4 may easily generate a direct answer, a smaller model might lack this capability and require a different approach, such as thinking step by step. Therefore, simply teaching a smaller model to mimic the reasoning behavior of a more powerful one may not be the best approach. Instead, we propose training smaller models on a variety of strategies, which gives them more flexibility to choose the strategy that best suits the task. We refer to this as cautious reasoning, which involves deciding which solution strategy to choose for a given task, whether it's generating a direct answer, or using a slow-thinking strategy like step-by-step reasoning, guess and check, or explain then answer. The process of training a cautious reasoning AI model involves starting with a collection of diverse tasks, deciding which tasks require which solution strategy based on the performance of our previous models, and writing task-specific system instructions to obtain teacher responses for each task. During training, we replace the student's system instruction with a generic one that doesn't include details of how to approach the task. This encourages the student model to learn the underlying strategy as well as the reasoning abilities it entails. We call this technique prompt erasing, as it removes the structure under which the teacher framed its reasoning. Using this technique, we've developed ORCA 2, a cautious reasoner. Section Summary Explanation tuning is a method used to train student models on richer and more expressive reasoning signals by using system instructions to obtain detailed explanations from a teacher model. These system instructions, combined with user prompts, create a dataset of system instruction, user prompt, LLM answer, triplets that the student model is trained on. By grouping user prompts into distinct clusters and varying the system instructions, Explanation tuning can increase the quantity and diversity of training signals, leading to improved performance in complex zero-shot reasoning tasks. However, the quality and accuracy of the student model's answers can vary based on the strategy described in the system instruction, highlighting the importance of carefully crafting instructions that align with the task at hand. In training smaller models, it is crucial to teach them to select the most effective solution strategy based on the problem, rather than blindly imitating the reasoning behavior of more powerful models. This approach, known as cautious reasoning, allows smaller models to choose from a plurality of strategies, such as direct answer generation or step-by-step thinking, depending on the task. The training process involves using task-specific system instructions to obtain teacher responses, and then using prompt erasing to encourage the student model to learn the underlying strategy and reasoning abilities without relying on the original system instruction. ORCA 2 is an example of a cautious reasoner trained using this technique. Section technical details. In the development of ORCA 2, we put together a new dataset with approximately 817,000 training instances, which we'll call the ORCA 2 dataset. Like its predecessor, ORCA 2 was trained using progressive learning, using data subsets from the original Flan annotations, the ORCA 1 dataset, and the ORCA 2 dataset.
The Orca 2 dataset was built from four main sources. The first is FLAN, which is our primary source for synthetic data generation. The FLANV2 collection is made up of five sub-collections, each containing multiple tasks. We only use tasks from four of these sub-collections, which together contain a total of 1,913 tasks. Some of these tasks were created synthetically by reversing another task, such as turning a question-answering task into a question-generation task. For the cautious reasoning Flan dataset, we selected around 602,000 zero-shot user queries from the training split of 1,448 high-quality tasks, filtering out many synthetically generated tasks. We manually group these 1,448 tasks into 23 categories, such as text classification, claim verification, data to text, text generation, logic, math, multiple choice questions, open-ended question answering, reading comprehension, and so on. Each category was further divided into subcategories, resulting in a total of 126 subcategories. All tasks in a subcategory share the same system instruction. The second source of data is the few-shot dataset, which consists of 55,000 samples. These samples were created by repurposing the zero-shot data from the ORCA-1 dataset. The third source is a collection of approximately 160,000 math problems from the DeepMind math dataset and the training splits of several existing datasets. The fourth and final source is fully synthetic data. We created 2,000 synthetic doctor-patient conversations with GPT-4, which we used to assess the learning of specialized skills. In terms of training, we started with the LAMA 2-7B or LAMA 2-13B checkpoint and fine-tuned it on the train split of the FLANV2 dataset for one epic. We then trained on 5 million chat GPT data from ORCA-1 for three epics, followed by training on a combination of 1 million GPT-4 data from ORCA-1 and ORCA-2's 817,000 data for four epics. We used the LAMA byte pair encoding, BPE, tokenizer for processing the input examples. To optimize the training process, we employed the packing technique, which involves concatenating multiple input examples into a single sequence for training the model. For training ORCA-2, we computed the loss only on the tokens generated by the teacher model, which means it learns to generate responses based on the system instruction and task instructions. We trained ORCA-2 on 32 NVIDIA A100 GPS with 80GB memory with BFloat 16. For the 13B checkpoint, it took approximately 17 hours to train ORCA-2 on the FLAN dataset for one epic, about 40 hours to train on 5 million chat GPT data for three epics, and roughly 23 hours to continue training on approximately 1.8 million GPT-4 data for four epics. Section Summary For ORCA-2, a new dataset with approximately 817k training instances was created, combining data from FLAN annotations, ORCA-1 dataset, and the ORCA-2 dataset. The dataset construction involved selecting tasks from FLANV2 collection, grouping them into categories and subcategories, and replacing system instructions with a cautious system instruction. Additionally, a few-shot dataset was constructed using examples from the ORCA-1 dataset. The training process involved progressive learning, tokenization using the LAMA byte pair encoding tokenizer, packing technique for efficient resource utilization, and computing loss only on the tokens generated by the teacher model. ORCA-2 was trained on 32 NVIDIA A100 GPS with BFloat 16. Section. Baselines. We've put ORCA-2 to the test, comparing it with several top-notch models. These models have been fine-tuned to follow instructions, which makes them better at reasoning and performing in situations where they haven't been trained. 
We've used two versions of the LAMA-2 models, one with 70 billion parameters and the other with 13 billion. These models are known as LAMA-2-70 BHF chat and LAMA-2-13 BHF chat. Wizard LM is another model we've used. It's a version of LAMA-2 that's been fine-tuned to follow instructions using a technique called EVIL instruct, which generates a wide range of complex instruction data. We've used both the 13 billion and 70 billion parameter versions of this model. ORCA-1 is another model we've tested. It's a 13 billion parameter model that learns by understanding explanations, step-by-step thought processes, and complex instructions. It's based on the LAMA model. We've also tested the performance of chat GPT, GPT 3.5 Turbo, and GPT-4, using the Azure OpenAI API version, the 15th of March 2023 preview. For the LAMA-2 and ORCA models, we used a 32-bit floating-point format for inference. For the Wizard LM models, we used a 16-bit format since they were trained with it. We've chosen a wide range of tasks to test the model's abilities in open-ended generation, summarization, safety, bias, reasoning, and comprehension. We've used the test split of each dataset for our evaluations, unless stated otherwise. We've tested the model's reasoning abilities using a variety of tests, including a GEVIL, which includes a range of standardized tests like the GRE, GMAT, and SAT, DROP, which tests reading comprehension, CRAS, which evaluates counterfactual reasoning abilities, RACE, which is a collection of reading comprehension questions, BBH, which includes challenging tasks requiring multi-step reasoning, and GSM-8K, which tests the ability to perform multi-step mathematical reasoning. We've also tested the model's language understanding and knowledge using the massive multitask language understanding benchmark and the AI2 reasoning challenge. We've evaluated the model's ability to complete text using the HellaSwag and Lombada datasets. We've tested the model's proficiency in multi-turn conversations using the MT bench. We've evaluated the model's ability to generate a clinical note from a dialogue and to select and summarize relevant spans of meetings in response to a query using the ACI bench. MS Marco, and QM sum datasets. Finally, we've tested the model's ability to identify and generate toxic content, to choose the best response among two options, and to generate truthful answers to questions using the Toxigen, HHH, and truthful QA datasets. We've also used the automated RI measurement framework to evaluate the safety of the models in a conversational setting. Section summary. We compare ORCA 2 with several state-of-the-art models, including LAMA 2, Wizard LM, and GPT models, in various benchmarks to assess its open-ended generation, summarization, safety, bias, reasoning, and comprehension capabilities. The benchmarks cover tasks such as reasoning abilities, knowledge and language understanding, text completion, multi-turn conversations, grounding and abstractive summarization, as well as safety and truthfulness evaluations. These evaluations are conducted in zero-shot settings using test datasets specifically designed for each benchmark. Section. Evaluation settings. We're going to discuss how we evaluated the performance of various models, focusing on a zero-shot setting, which means the models were not given any examples or prompts to learn from. We found that larger models tend to perform better in few-shot settings, but we'll leave a more detailed analysis of that for future research. In all our tests, we used a method called greedy decoding, which doesn't involve any sampling. To ensure consistency, we use simple prompts for all models, avoiding any variations in quality due to prompt engineering. We also included formatting guidelines in our system messages to improve the accuracy of the answers. For example, 
we might use a system message like, at the end, output final answer, answer choice, and select the answer from the provided options. We evaluated Orca 2's performance using both an empty system message and a cautious system message. The latter is a generic system message that we described earlier in the paper. Parsing answers from free-form responses from generative models can be challenging. So, we divided the evaluation tasks into three categories based on the type of task and the extraction required. These categories are, 1. Multiple choice questions, MCQ. These tasks require us to extract the option selected as the final answer by the model. We also included any classification tasks in this category, where the classes represent the options for the model to choose from. 2. Exact match, span extraction. These tasks require us to extract the exact final answer in the response or a span from the context provided. 3. No extraction required. This category is for tasks that did not require extraction. Open-ended question answering falls into this category. In the categories requiring extraction, we used a set of patterns and delimiters like final answer, so the answer is final option, etc., to extract the text from the response that might contain the answer. We then used regular expressions to extract the right option IDs or the exact text of the option selected by the model as the answer. We also calculated a format OK metric, which is the percentage of samples from which our parsing logic was able to extract an answer. We used the same parsing logic for all the model's responses for consistency. However, models may not always adhere to these formatting guidelines. In addition to the tasks from Flan B2, we included tasks from the training portions of several other datasets. The rest of the benchmarks should be considered as out of domain to the best of our knowledge. In the following sections, we discuss the performance of ORCA 2 and other baseline models on the benchmarks described above in a zero-shot setting. We also assess the reasoning capabilities of ORCA 2 models by testing them against a wide range of benchmarks. When comparing ORCA 2, we observed that, 1. It significantly outperforms models of the same size on zero-shot reasoning tasks. 2. It exceeds the performance of much larger models and performs comparably to some of them. 3. Using the cautious system message with both the 7B and 13B models provides small gains over the empty system message. Note that for baseline evaluations, results obtained from our runs are comparable to other public results with zero-shot setting and within a reasonable difference compared to few-shot results. However, some of them are worse, which could be attributed to different versions or different prompts used for evaluation. We provide a detailed breakdown of performance across different tasks in the appendix, along with examples from each dataset with the response from ORCA 2. Section Summary In this section, the authors describe the evaluation settings and methods used to assess the performance of ORCA 2 and other baseline models. They conduct zero-shot evaluations without any exemplars or cot prompting, and utilize a greedy decoding approach without sampling. The evaluation tasks are divided into three categories based on the type of task and extraction required. Multiple choice questions, MCQ, exact match, span extraction, and tasks that do not require extraction. The authors also discuss the reasoning capabilities of ORCA 2, highlighting its superior performance compared to models of the same size and its competitiveness with models 5 to 10 times larger. The use of a cautious system message provides a small boost in performance. Section. Knowledge and language understanding. We've been testing the language understanding, knowledge, and reasoning abilities of large language models, LLMs, using benchmarks like MMLU, ArcEasy, and ArcChallenge. 
We only compared our results with models that have been fine-tuned for instruction and conducted a zero-shot evaluation, which means the models were not given any specific examples to learn from before the test. Our results showed that our model, ORCA 2-13B, outperformed other models of the same size, such as LAMA 2 CHAT 13B and WIZARDLM13B, on each individual benchmark. On average, ORCA 2-13B improved by about 25.38% over LAMA 2 CHAT 13B and 44.22% over Wizard LM 13B. Interestingly, ORCA 2-13B also performed better than both 70B baseline models, which are 5 to 10 times larger. In the MMLU benchmark, ORCA 2-13B scored 57.73%, which is similar to the scores of LAMA 2 CHAT 70B, 58.54% and WIZARDLM70, 55.00%. ORCA 2-7B also outperformed both 70B baselines on the ARC test set. We also compared our results with publicly reported results and found that they align well, considering the differences in prompts and possible variations in API endpoints for GPT models. However, we noticed that the publicly reported results with LAMA 2 models on MMLU are higher, but these were achieved in few shot settings, where the models are given a few examples to learn from before the test. We also tested the text completion abilities of the models using Hella Swag and Lombada. Hella Swag tests text completion skills in a multiple-choice question format, while Lombada is a single-word completion task. Both Orca 2-7B and Orca 2-13B performed well on Hella Swag, outperforming the 13B and 70B baselines. ORCA 2-13B improved by about 33.13% over LAMA 2 CHAT 13B and 61.94% over Wizard LM 13B. We also evaluated the model's abilities to engage in multi-turn conversations using the Mount Bench dataset. Each conversation consists of an initial query and a follow-up query. The follow-up query remains the same, regardless of the model's response to the opening query. We used GPT-4 to evaluate the models and found that ORCA 2-13B performed comparably with other 13B models. However, ORCA 2's score was lower on the second turn, which could be due to the lack of conversations in its training data. Despite this, ORCA 2 is still capable of engaging in conversations, and we plan to improve its multi-turn conversational ability in the future. Section Summary The section discusses the evaluation of language understanding and knowledge of large language models, LLMs, using benchmarks such as MMLU, ARC-EASY, and ARC-CHALLENGE. The results show that ORCA 2-13B outperforms models of the same size and is competitive with models 5-10 to times larger. Additionally, the section evaluates text completion abilities using Hella Swag and Lombada benchmarks, where ORCA 2-7B and ORCA 2-13B exhibit strong performance. Finally, the capabilities of LLMs in multi-turn conversational settings are evaluated using the Mount Bench dataset, and ORCA 2-13B performs comparably with other 13B models, although its average second turn score is lower due to the absence of conversations in its training data. Section. Grounding. We aim to create language learning models, LLMs, that can generate responses based on specific contexts, a feature that is highly sought after in many applications. To evaluate this, we use three different tasks, summarizing meetings based on queries, answering web questions with long-form answers, and summarizing doctor-patient conversations. We often use abstractive summarization and grounded question answering to test how well our models can stay grounded in the context. 
We use a grounding evaluation framework that uses GPT-4 to measure how well the model stays grounded in the context. However, using any model for evaluation, including GPT-4, has its limitations. For instance, the model might favor samples that share its own characteristics, such as long text or a specific order of samples. We've found that the ORCA 2-13B model has the lowest rate of hallucination, or generating information not based on the context, among all ORCA 2 variants and other 13B and 70B LLMs. Compared to the LAMA 2-13B and WIZARDLM 13B models, ORCA 2-13B reduces the hallucination rate by about 77% and 62% respectively. However, we've noticed that the cautious system message, a feature in our models, tends to increase the hallucination rate. This is because ORCA 2 might extrapolate information from the context and use this extrapolated content to create the summary. While the generated content is often factually accurate, it's not supported by the context. Evaluating the safety of LLMs is complex and is an ongoing area of research. We've conducted experiments on publicly available datasets and a recent measurement framework. These tasks focus on implicit and explicit toxicity, truthfulness, content harms, intellectual property, and jailbreaks. We use two evaluation methods for each model. In the discriminative regime, the model acts as a classifier to identify the type of given content. In the generative regime, the model is prompted to produce output that doesn't follow safety guidelines and is then evaluated on how many times it follows the prompt intent. For the discriminative evaluation, we use Toxigen, HHH, and Truthful QA. In Toxigen, each statement has a toxicity score provided by three human annotators. We classify each statement with a score lower than 2.5 as benign and greater than or equal to 2.5 as being toxic. The model's accuracy is calculated as the percentage of statements it classifies correctly as toxic or benign. We found that ORCA 2-7B, WIZARDLM13B, LAMA2-70B, and ORCA1 models are better at classifying toxic statements than neutral ones. This could potentially lead to erasure, or filtering out content related to specific groups of people even if it's not problematic. For truthful QA, we use the multiple-choice variant of the dataset. We found that ORCA 2-13B performs better in answering the questions compared to other models of similar size and comparable to models with much larger size. For the HHH task, both ORCA 2-13B and ORCA 2-7B outperform models of similar sizes. However, we noticed that LAMA 2 Chat 13B and LAMA 2 Chat 70B models occasionally avoid answering HHH questions. For the generative style evaluation, we use the framework proposed in and Toxigen. We used a recently proposed framework for automated measurement of responsible AI metrics for LLMs. In this framework, one LLM poses as a user and engages in a synthetic conversation with the LLM under test. Another LLM then evaluates the responses to measure its tendency to violate responsible AI guidelines. We found that ORCA 2 has not gone through RLHF safety training similar to LAMA 2 Chat 13B. We hypothesize that since the teacher models have gone through various steps of safety tuning, ORCA 2 might have learned some aspects of those through instruction tuning. In the Toxigen experiment, we prompt the model with the test set of Toxigen dataset containing toxic and benign statements. The task for the model is to continue the text further. To compute the toxicity of the content generated, we use HateBert, an off-the-shelf hate speech detector to generate toxicity probability with higher values signifying more toxicity in the content. Section Summary 
In this section, the authors discuss the evaluation of language models, LLMs, in terms of grounding and safety. For grounding evaluation, they use three different tasks and a framework that measures in-context groundedness using GPT-4 as a judge. They find that ORCA 2-13b exhibits the lowest rate of hallucination among the LLMs tested. For safety evaluation, they conduct experiments on publicly available datasets and use a measurement framework to assess the model's tendency to violate responsible AI guidelines. They observe that ORCA 2-13b performs well in answering questions and tends to counter harmful positions, while models that have undergone RLHF safety training decline to respond more often. Section. Effect of task-specific data with story reordering. We've been exploring the impact of task-specific data on story reordering. To do this, we generated 5,000 training samples using a specific prompt. However, during the training of our model, ORCA 2, we didn't use this complex prompt. Instead, we combined the task-specific data with the rest of our training dataset. We then tested ORCA 2 on a unique set of the ROC stories corpus. To ensure the integrity of our test, we removed any instances from ROC stories that were also in the flaw and training split. We compared ORCA 2's performance with different system messages for GPT-4. We also looked at the performance of other models like ChatGPT, ORCA 1, Llama, and Wizard LM. This experiment showed us that ORCA 2 models can be specialized for specific tasks using synthetic data generated with prompt erasing. However, ORCA 2, like its predecessor LLAMA 2, has its limitations. These include 1. Data biases. Large language models trained on vast amounts of data can unintentionally reflect the biases present in the source data. This could result in biased or unfair outputs. 2. Lack of transparency. Large language models can be difficult to understand due to their complexity and size. They can act as black boxes, making it hard to understand why they produce certain outputs. 3. Content harms. Large language models can cause various types of content harms. It's crucial to be aware of these when using these models and to take steps to prevent them. 4. Hallucination. Language models can fabricate content, so it's important not to rely solely on them for critical decisions or information. 5. Potential for misuse. Without proper safeguards, these models could be used maliciously to generate disinformation or harmful content. 6. Data distribution. ORCA 2's performance is likely to be strongly linked to the distribution of the tuning data. This could limit its accuracy in areas underrepresented in the training dataset, such as math and coding. 7. System messages. ORCA 2's performance can vary depending on the system instructions. The model's size can also introduce randomness, leading to non-deterministic responses to different system instructions. 8. Zero-shot settings. ORCA 2 was trained on data that mostly simulate zero-shot settings. While it performs well in these settings, it doesn't show the same improvements when using few-shot learning compared to other, larger models. 9. Synthetic data. ORCA 2 is trained on synthetic data, which could have both benefits and drawbacks. We believe that ORCA 2 benefits from the safety measures incorporated during training and safety guardrails within the Azure OpenAI API. However, more detailed studies are needed to better quantify these risks. 10. Small model capacity. Post-training can help the model learn how to solve a task, but it doesn't necessarily teach the model new knowledge. As such, ORCA 2 is perhaps more suitable as a reasoning engine over knowledge provided to the model in its context window or when fine-tuned to specialize into narrower domains. 
It's important to note that this model is designed for research settings and has only been tested in such environments. It should not be used in downstream applications without additional analysis to assess potential harm or bias.